Good morning, beautiful Lori. Good morning. I'm actually surprised to hear your voice. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why is that? Because um, I don't know if you were having a snafu or something, but I had been like calling you for five minutes straight, and I'll, I'll tell you, I knew it was five minutes because I looked down when I started. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird because this is the very first time that my phone has actually rung, rang. What's the past for ring? <laughs> anyway, I saw a notification that you wanted to go on. So I clicked it and said, okay, you're recording now. And that's when I sent you that screenshot. We were connected and recording, but I heard nothing. Yeah, we didn't hear you either. In fact, I'm not even going to post it because I was just sitting there going, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both did one of those today. So what is our topic today? Do we have a topic? I don't remember you telling me a topic. Yeah, I don't think we went live, but uh, I did just post something on my Facebook. And you know how you have memories on Facebook? And it'll uh -huh. come up a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, whatever. Well, today was from one year ago. And the question was, how do you leave people feeling? So basically, when we have interactions with people, then when we leave, they feel one way or the other after our interaction, right? So the way um, others feel after our interaction says a lot about our characters. And I was putting that question out there. How do you make other people feel after you've left them? Lately, I feel like um, I leave them thinking, where'd the old Lori go? I just want to hear pleasantries. I've been laying down a lot of truth lately, and I don't think people expect that from me. It sounds really harsh, I think. I think I leave people like not wanting to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have that problem a lot just because when you tell the truth, it hurts. And there's very few people out there that can actually tell the truth and, well, and be I'll, okay with it. I'll give you an example. And, and I, when I tell someone a truth, it's... A, you've said something. You started it. Because I don't just, like, come out. It's just, you know, random truth time. <laughs> you know, it's something that you've initiated. Mm -hmm. And um, it almost always, I would, I would say always, except that, you know, I, I don't believe in absolutes. So, it almost always. It's something that I've already dealt with. You know, I'm gonna lay down the truth. So recently, someone told me that they haven't been able to lose any weight because they, they can't get back to swimming. And I said, well, I'm doing a 14-day ab challenge. You're more than welcome to do the exercises with me. And that person said, well, no, I, I don't like to sweat. That's why they swim. Here's that's something. That's why they swim. Well, no, no, no. But that's why they're not losing weight because I don't like to sweat. 
I think the reason they're not losing weight and if people are more, let's go ahead and be truthful, Lori. It's not because you're not swimming. It's because you're eating wrong. Like seriously, the reason we're fat is because of our diet. 90% of our body is our diet. So that 10% of you swimming really contributes very, very little to your weight loss. Well, and I plainly just said bullshit. I call bullshit on that. There you go. And, and it to be called. I think it surprised, it surprised the person that I came out so harshly, but I wanted to nip that thought process in the bud that, you know, the reason you're not losing weight is because you're not going swimming. Like everybody in the world can't lose weight unless they go swimming. And, and, or they start, or they have to sweat. And maybe you do have to sweat, but if you're going to lose weight, if you're going to be dedicated to losing weight and the formula is sweat, then let's just call it what it is. You don't, you're not invested in losing the weight. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm not actually talking about like, that's actually a good kind of truth to be. In fact, the best mentors out there they come off as douchebags because they tell you like it is. <laughs> if you don't believe me, look up this guy named Dan. Is it Dan? Dan Penna? How about my husband? Or is it Don Penna? <laughs> well, this guy, he like, he lives in a castle. He makes billions of dollars a year. People fly out to his castle to be, um, you know, mentored by him. And his average vocabulary is calling people pussies and cunts and your little girl and okay well my <laughs> husband doesn't do that and now I'm like feeling like I just like threw him under the bus <laughs> you know he listens to our broadcasts and uh, he has his own anchor station which he does just like lay it down so he does come to me I'm a little bit Susie Sunshine you know that so yeah he comes up a little bit like an asshole to me <laughs> So maybe we should promote his station since you threw him under the bus, which I really don't think you did because sometimes the truth is what you need to hear. And most people don't want to hear the truth, but for those that want to hear the truth, they need to hear it to be able to fix themselves and better themselves. Right. And I guess not hear it in a placating sort of way, like just hear it. Yeah, you know, not, not pat you on the head, oh, it's okay, and make it soft or anything, but just hear the simple truths. Because sometimes that's actually, in my, for me, in my experience, it's what I want. When I'm asking someone, does this look good? Does this outfit look good? I don't need you to be like, oh, well, um, you know, like, just say it. Just freaking say it. Let me get on with my day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I guess like a question that we can leave for everybody. And I, I'm kind of curious about you too. What are truths that you have heard about yourself that were hard to swallow, but you 100% appreciate that you heard them? That's what I want to know. Oh, goodness open up a can of worms so let's just leave it there and then we can come back later <laughs> after we've thought and we can hear what everybody else has to say and we can come back with what what truths we liked and continue it later you think sure all right okay 
Talk Bye to you later. Everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For those of you curious as to who Dan Pinna is, he's actually a really, really good mentor. But here's just a clip. You're a cunt, Brian, not me. Explain. You're weak. And you're showing and me you, And you want these people to like you. And you're telling me I'm weak on that email. Because yes. you love me, because you care. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. And you can be more than you are. If these little cunts think that you're something now, I see you. A thousand times more. See, they have low standards, these fucking weenies to watch this fucking thing. I don't. I know what you can be. They think you're a big fucking deal. I know you're not. And down deep inside, Brian, you know that I'm closer to being right than they are. You don't agree with me 100%, fine. But you know I'm closer to being right than they are. You're not the all end-all shit. Who gives a fuck? But won't you and the most of the time, you are not a fart in the wind. Need no can you handle truths like that? Okay, after beer stand back to answer the other question, which was uh, something that we've learned, some uh, truth that we've been told about ourselves. I had a man on a fishing boat one time tell me that I was arrogant, and I didn't really want to believe that, but over the course of the next couple of years, I discovered that it's kind of true. I am a little bit arrogant. Um, but that's just because I'm better than everyone else, really. So, you know, it's excusable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So how do, uh, yeah, so assholishness and arrogance, um, definitely a polarizing combination. People either love me or hate me, but, uh, yeah. So I was told that I was arrogant and I, I'll jump on that. I'll say that that's true. I'm, I'm arrogant.